when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do Crime Club. In Series 1, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was... When was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think I might have been 19, actually. In Series 2, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out his wheelchair. About four of us... I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend to give him gonorrhea? Do you want to go there or would you rather not? Yeah, no, 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 I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behaviour. New episodes out every Monday. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Welcome to the The One Show show, the podcast that goes and tells TV's The One Show that its hose pipe is blocked. And then when TV's The One Show looks down the end, we take our foot off the pipe so that TV's The One Show gets covered from head to toe in an unnecessary amount of criticism. I am John Holmes. And this week on the sofa's oh so green, Matt gets confused as to how long six inches takes. The cure are turned into ants. And the story of a pink step, a step that was once pink and isn't now, is very boring indeed. Joining me to go the one show into violence this week are the writer, critic and podcaster herself, Julia Rayside. And also podcaster, his name is Smirsh from Smirsh Pod. It's John Rain. Welcome, Yay! everybody. I know you've both done it before. Um, so you know what you're doing, so that's we won't do any small talk if that's all right with you. That's fine. I can't um, abide small talk. No, absolutely. Let's plough straight in. I mean, we, we, should, we just, should we start on Monday? I mean, we, we might as well. That we, means what, Amanda Holden, doesn't it? I'm afraid it does. And we, did mm-hmm. you also write down the sentence, Amanda Holden is recording an album, Fucking Hell? Like I, <laughs> I started yeah. recording my album. Um, and 
goodness me. There you are. There you go. That actually is how it all started. It was um, yeah, go on. What our is the tenth story? wedding. It was our tenth wedding anniversary in December, and I made that video with the girls as a little present for Chris. Right. And we played it out just at our sort of private party, and then it was actually my husband who said, "I think you should." Put that out. That's amazing. <laughs> That's where I more or less started. It's with it. for Mother's Day, yeah. <laughs> which immediately uh, brings what? to mind uh, quality and um, uh, you know musical originality. I can't wait to hear it. Well, she told a big lie, didn't she? I mean, I read it as a lie. She said, mm. "Oh, well, what I did, I recorded a song with my daughter as a present for my husband." Yeah, and you know, we played it at a party, a private party, and everyone said how good it was, and everyone said I should release it as an album. And you think, you big liar, this is just a... This is just a <laughs> also, the thing you shot for your husband was a professionally shot video yeah. with HD cameras and more than one of them uh, in a studio. Just in case you might have to show it on the one show Exactly. One day. Yeah, he it said, all did seem a bit He contrived. said you should put that out, which is international husband language <laughs> for... That's rubbish, I don't please like it Please turn it off, turn it off now. Please turn it off. Yeah. My ears, my ears. Oh, God, my ears. You should put that out for Mother's Day, <laughs> which means don't ever play that to me ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very odd start to this programme. It's really to, weird. I, I'm going to commend the actual beginning of the show, which I thought was a level above ordinary one-show openers. Where it was they quite erotic. It. Uh, well, In no, what I was going back. I know what, I know what you're talking about. You're yeah. talking about Holden's grape incident. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm, we'll come on to that. I'm going back even further. Oh. Right to the pre-credits role of a, a specially written version of The Gruffalo. Yes, oh, you're right. Yes. A mouse took a stroll to the BBC. There were two green sofas he wanted to see. On went the mouse, past cameras and lights. Past the one-show props room, full of strange sights. He walked back onto set... Where did everyone go? Silly old one show. Didn't they know? There's no such thing as a gruffalo. I wonder who wrote that. Good. It wasn't Julia, was I it? I don't think they Julia got Donaldson. her to do it, no, no. no. It was a one-show researcher, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> okay. no. Well, then props, fair, fair play. Yeah, but I quite liked it. A little, I like that big fan of the That's Gruffalo. the one nice mm. thing we're going to say. That's good. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's out of the way now. <laughs> so we might as well just plow on with the rest of it. Um, and Amanda Holden eating grapes. E- yes. e- being fed grapes. Uh, yes. Yes, and here now, enjoying some Roman goblets <laughs> of fine wine on the sofa, let's say salute to Amanda Holden and Tom Rosenthal. Hello. That make you feel it funny me think in your of tummy. Neil Morrissey. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, no. It's like going back in time. Yeah. You're, you're clinging to the 90s this week, aren't so you? So is Amanda Holden. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. she, she did say to... She was with Tom Rosenthal, uh, Rosenthal on the coach. Uh, the coach, the, the couch. couch. Yeah. The ring coach. <laughs> they should, they should <coughs> do it on a coach one day. That would be fun. Um, but she was sitting next to Tom Rosenthal, and, and at one point she did say to him, improbably with, like, you know, a forehead like marble, I'm probably as old as your grandmother. Oh, yes. <laughs> now open the show with me, like, feeding Amanda. That's quite a suggestive start. I feel like she's going to be it's turned not, off by I'm now. probably think... as old as your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she Just did. Just incongruous coming out of that very young And she was expecting him to go, mouth. oh, no, you're not. He didn't say anything. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> Nobody it's said true. Anything. Also, yeah. he was the sofa and was unable to speak. He was dressed exactly the same as the sofa. Yeah, which yes. was commented on by Matt. Became who, the sofa. Who then told a non-anecdote about Kermit the Frog. This is our sofa. That's marble. That is it. And I'm actually not here with anyone. We'll be able to see you too. Yeah, floating head. We had a great. We had, uh, we had Kermit came on to see us quite a few years back, oh. and he literally did blend into the sofa. It was hilarious. It was lovely. But no, Matt's, right. Matt had nothing to add to that. Mm. Matt, Matt, Matt goes off piste. Yeah, sometimes it's a huge success. It's never a huge success. No. And then other times it's just like a flat line. It's yeah. like it's like someone died. Just I, I do feel sorry for him. 
Who, Matt Baker? Yeah, I do. Don't feel sorry for him. He's, he's quite happy in his own little world. I, I know, think. but you know, he doesn't know. We haven't even talked. Well, we'll talk about later that the at the moment where he he and the one show ate themselves in, in a single moment, which is my favourite moment of the week. We'll oh, come to it later. Yes. Let's see. Oh, well, I know. I think I know exactly oh, the moment you mean. So, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know it. I know it. Um, well, let's let's stay on. Let's stay on. Book. Well, Amanda Holden was. I was going to say let's stay on Amanda Holden, but you know <laughs> that would be inappropriate. Close up on Amanda Holden. She um, she's in plebs, right? This is the sitcom. she had a cameo in plebs. Yeah. 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 So so rather than any of the rest of the cast of plebs apart from Tom yeah they got Amanda Holden on because what she's, she's famous a, she's a pretty lady and she's famous there that's two I wanted to ask this question one. why she was on if she just because they even showed a picture of Tony Robinson in plebs <laughs> yeah. who, and then didn't invite him on who not is as, old enough to be his grandfather not <laughs> as beautiful as Amanda um, Holden he's not though. as beautiful and he hasn't had sex with Neil Morrison <laughs> You're obsessed that with I mean, as far as... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he yeah. might have yeah. been in Boone. The 90s was quite the time. I mean, you never <laughs> yeah. know. You never know. But Matt... This was an odd one, this, because Matt seemed, at first, to be aware of plebs and what it is. He now, loves plebs. Well, mm. so it's, but we, we are aware that Matt Baker never watches anything that the mm. guests are in. But it did for a moment. I mean, were you fooled? Did you think Matt Baker actually watches plebs? He seems as passionate as I've ever seen him about <laughs> plebs. Oh, he said, I love plebs. Oh, I agree with you. But he says that about mm. things he's got no, no truck with whatsoever. Sometimes, like when it's a book, he does his homework because he's probably scared he'll come. It's like doing the exam and going, I literally don't even yeah. know what this question's about. So he does, I think if it's something like a bit ominous, like a book, he will sort of force himself to, I don't know, have it read to him or do the Notes yeah, he did. I mean, that's it. He said, he said oh, I love plebs. I like plebs. I've watched plebs. And, and, you, and I was thinking, no, you don't. No. You really don't. It's funny, no, Mike. No, Seriously, <laughs> if you've never seen plebs and you're old enough, it's watch funny. it, because it is very, very funny. And it's back it. tonight, isn't it? And then, then he carried on talking about it. And I thought, well, maybe... Maybe he has seen plebs. They showed maybe. him like a, a sizzle reel in the in the, in the green room. This is what I'm thinking. I yeah, think yeah. he was brief. He did make. I one really like that bit though. in the Roman bit with all the Romans. It was really good. The Romans. He yeah. said, "What's what's what's the theme this series?" And the, the theme about Romans. And is is there kind is there a theme for this series in general? Then is the it's kind ancient of a, Rome. Is, yeah, that was the David giveaway. Said, it's yeah. ancient Rome there were t- again. There yeah. were, exactly. There were two giveaways. <laughs> one was what's the theme of it? Mm. Given yeah, and the other one was when he said, "Oh, it's like uh, it's like horrible history for adults." Yeah, it's like um, horrible history for adults. Exactly, exactly. Horrible Horrible histories. (laughs) Yeah, and you see that's that, and he doesn't even know the name of that. I mean, also saying saying what's the theme of it almost sounds like Latin for what's it like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a is there a chance they just keep him in a box and he isn't allowed to absorb any culture at all? Because if he did, he would no longer want to present the one show. Yeah. So when he says plebs, he's talking about one show viewers. I love plebs. (laughs) 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 Yeah. The 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 Amanda Holden was once in a sitcom called Big Top. Do you remember that? Oh, that was which terrible. was one of the, the worst one. things ever yeah. made. They didn't mention that though. What was the theme? What was, what was, what the, was theme the theme of theme? that? The theme of the theme of that. The theme that was set in an ancient Roman circle. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was the, I think it's the worst sitcom ever made. I think it was. Yeah, but they what was it about? She, wasn't she in another one that was with Jamie Theakston? That was also the worst sitcom that was ever made. Was it in a bondage den? <laughs> oh, not, uh, no, Neil Morrissey wasn't in there. Jesus, will you just let it go? Talking about Thigston, probably have to cut this off. But... <laughs> oh, I don't know, Thigston is a notorious in the bondage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Fine. I'm not even going to check that legally, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I'm sure, that must be fine. I'm taking John down with me if it is, though. John is hasn't it? got like a history of getting things wrong. No, not at all. Oh, no. Not at all. This is fine. Um, let, should we talk about the first film as well in this yes. on Mondays, which was a, a very, se- not off the shelf, it seemed to be quite seasonal. Yeah. Because it was about Thomas Cook's scammers who were taking advantage yeah. of people who may or may not, it turned out, have booked Thomas Cook holidays. And that's Julia, actually quite... Well, it's quite fast work, isn't it? Because 
I feel like the Thomas Cook thing happened about three days ago. May, I mean, my time perception is a bit off these days. You know, I'm old and I killed a lot of my brain cells with booze when I was in my 20s. But um, it feels like it's just happened. And already there's a not only there's a scam, but now there's a report on the one show about the scam. Like, yeah. How did they fit that into three days? Well, yeah. they did Giles Brandreth previously talking about how he used to work for Thomas Cook. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah, this, is the, yeah. this is the dark secret. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Last week saw the collapse of Thomas Cook leaving more than 20,000 employees worldwide without a job and 150,000 British holidaymakers in need of a ride home. If that weren't bad enough, scammers are now trying to take advantage of the demise of the company by offering fake refunds. It was odd, wasn't it? Because this was a mum of two, Laura was her name, and she said she'd taken a phone call from somebody saying, you've booked a Thomas Cook holiday, we're going to get your refund done, give us your bank details. How do they find these people? Uh, well, uh, well, the, the thing... She hadn't booked a holiday. No. Well, that was the, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the and big... she went through the whole, whole call thing. for, like, shits and giggles. She also <laughs> said... There was somebody tapping away on yeah. a computer. <laughs> she found that reassuring. Yeah, I picked up the phone and there was a gentleman on the other end and said, oh, hi, I'm working on behalf of Thomas Cook, issuing refunds. He was tapping away on his little computer and it did sound really quite realistic. And at that stage I paused because I was like, OK, why are you phoning me? I've not booked a holiday. So you had not booked a holiday no. with Thomas Cook at all? Never. Yeah. <laughs> but then she remembered she hadn't even booked a holiday with yeah. Thomas Cook. <laughs> And then she turned it around to say, ah, I knew there were scammers. And I said, you're a scammer. But she she kind of took, she took them through the beats of the call. Like, I don't know, either knowing she was going to call the one the one show and, and dob them in, or just because she didn't have a lot else to do that day. Yeah. It's like I'm just a single mum in Cardiff. I just thought, yeah, fuck it, someone to talk to. But they didn't, <laughs> what ma- are you they doing? didn't manage to find anyone who had been scammed. No, there was, there, was a, there was a cab who... driver who was upset about it. He was even upset though it hadn't about it. They're upset about everything. Yeah, being a taxi driver and picking people up at the moment and being so upset after their holidays have been ruined. And for someone to start trying to make money out of this, I think it's absolutely disgusting. Where did they get your number, do you think? I have no idea, Matt, at all. I've never come across this any time before. He was on Skype as well. There was there a was, cab driver on Skype. Matt was thrown together. Matt was thing. in his hotel room on Skype with this guy. And I'm thinking, were they having sex over Skype before? The interview. Well, why else was he in a hotel room? Like, why did he go Matt home? have his trousers around his ankles? Since I'm asking. <laughs> Ew. It was, uh, it, but then it, the one show tried to launch a new catchphrase at the end of this. Did you spot that? No. This was a good new catchphrase um, to it, to say to yourself if you ever think you're being scammed by anybody. Oh. And it was. So if it's out of the blue, remember it's not for you. <laughs> I'm getting that on a that T-shirt. Goes with, That's that goes brilliant. With I'm getting it on a tray. Well. I'm going to get tattooed on my face backwards so I can see it in the mirror. My news um, agent used to say that when I looked at the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did enjoy uh, Matt saying uh, uh, back in the studio. He said they circle like sharks, yeah. trying to inject you have to some punch kind them on of the nose peril. You know, if they come near yeah, you, you do, yeah. and they can yeah. never like tra- rogue traders. They can never stop moving, or they'll die. die. I just yeah. wrote shit film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It shit. was shit. I wrote scared. Yeah, I was scared. scared. Oh. Doesn't matter that my late night call came at Heavy Pencil, from the people who brought you Brian and Roger. HJM Talent. Yes, it's Michael. Is Margot there? Uh, Michael. Michael Cork. Are you a client? Yes, yes, I'm a client. I'm the actor Michael Cork. Could I, could I speak to Margot, please? It's urgent. Um, I'm afraid she's doing her colouring in book at the moment. Can I take a message? Uh, yes, could you uh, ask... Sorry, who are you? Uh, Sarah. Tip tree. Right. Well, uh, could well, are you are you Margot's new assistant or something? I... 
Uh, no, uh, no, uh, Fliss is Margot's assistant. Yes, yes, I know Fliss, I know that. What, has she left? No, 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 I've, I've been taken on as Fliss's assistant. You're the, you're the assistant's assistant? <laughs> yes, if you like. Heavy Pencil by Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. But then Julia Donaldson and Axel Sheffer. And then I wasn't, I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared of them. But what was interesting about them is, for they are associated with each other. You know, I've got kids of, of the age of, of Julia Donaldson and Axel Sheffer. So over the years, we've done Your all Your kids the, are the same sure. age as Julia Donaldson and Axel, Axel Sheffer. Axel Sheffer, that's right. Yeah, wow, and Amanda old, Holden is their grandma. Old kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, you know, I'm aware of the Gruff Alone room on the broom and so forth. That's yeah, all yeah, fine. yeah. Good stuff. But, but what was interesting here is that they were being interviewed about a new book they've got out, but it turned out they don't really get. It seemed to me they didn't get on. No. At no. all. There was an odd this. frisson in the room. Yeah. Between well, the they kind of don't work together. He draws the pictures, yeah. she writes the words. And when they tried to, to like, ask about the process, they were like, it's just, we don't have one. It's just separate. Yeah, but he said, it implied oh. that it used to be that they were in touch, didn't it? And talked about the drawings. And then he said, these days. And of course, Julie, you're the story. Axel, you're the pictures. How does the collaboration work between the two of you? Do you keep it quite separate or, you know, are you kind of passing ideas to, to and from each other? It's completely separate. Julia writes the text and then it's passed to 
to me via yeah. the publisher now nowadays. These days, these days we can't bear to be in the same room, let alone on the same sofa. Well, that's it. Well, she it, slagged off his duck picture, right? <laughs> and that was where it started. And then later on, yeah. she says, hmm, "How many books have we done?" And he goes, "I've no idea." How many have we done together? We've I have no done. idea. <laughs> he literally but didn't he seemed even seem really pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a it fucking wasn't good like duck. Lovely, actually. was it? No. Yeah, the duck. She said it looked. He's alien for his new book. Looked too much like a duck. Yeah. And but he said to that he said because um, it looked like it was the first time he'd heard that yeah and he, and he said I don't get these comments often I don't even know what the next story is about so oh, really? we are that separate yeah I keep any disagreements at all in terms of oh I didn't think it was going to look like that or in our latest book the Smeds and the Smooths which is about aliens I think Axel's original sketch for one of the aliens. To my mind, looked a bit too much like a duck, so I sort of. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I passed that out. Sorry. Do you want to take over Simon Cowell? I think I don't often don't even hear these comments. Being passed on to me, but so they do not talk. There was a thing going on there, and there was a bit where they asked him, like, "Does he? Do they feel under pressure because they're so successful to do more successful stuff?" And they basically, I think he said basically. No, because I've kind of got loads of money, so I'm grand, thanks. Yeah. It's like, yeah. wow, an honest answer. He just seems, look, I, I like the money, I'll do my contractual obligations, but really, can we just, I, I don't want to be here. They haven't mentioned here that the what, what, what fucked the Gruffalo is that they got James Corden to do the voice of the mouse. Well, I mean, for some people it. that would have He's, done. You know how he gets his little squiddy tentacles into culture? And ruins it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he the, even the Gruffalo is not safe. I can't work out. Corden. Do you like James Corden or dislike? James I dislike Corden. him with a holy fire. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I can't work out about James. I can't work out why he get keeps getting acting work when no. he can't act at all. And no. also, just how does he do it? He might, isn't he so busy doing a late night chat show all the time, all the time? Like, how does he do all the other? I don't jobs? know, but he's just he, he's in, you're right. He's and in that movies. sporty panel show on <clears throat> Sky is he still doing that? Yeah, with he's, someone who's in this. How does he get later. the time? Has he cloned himself? Has he got like a, a, a time shifting device? I think, I think it's the problem. I think what we we know they only hire seven or eight people for things, and he That's happens true. to be one of them. I yeah. guess so. Yeah. yeah, but he's not any good at it. No, <laughs> the, that, the problem is I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't watch the sport thing, so I can't comment. Um, mm. and I, I, I think he's all right as a chat show host. I don't know, but but the, in fil- every film I've seen, James Corden be the voice in, or he was in Into the Woods. Do you know that? Yes. Oh, I deliberately didn't yes. watch that. And I that's a brilliant play. That's a real musical yeah, yeah, story. He was so shit. Oh, no. I had to switch it off. Oh, God. He, he was terrible in that. And everyone else in the cinema was furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put my foot through the screen. And they had to do an emergency landing of the plane. <laughs> but, but you're right. He has, um, he, he has ruined the Gruffalo as well. He has. He I can't look at the Gruffalo now without hearing his stupid voice. It's Owl, said the mouse. <laughs> Why Owl? Hello. You see? Said the mouse. Uh, but but uh, if you think Corden's a bit dull, the, the film of Julia Donaldson's childhood. Yeah. Oh, my. That was quite Zed-inducing, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. there's, there's so little to say for it apart from I think I probably had a nap. Yeah, I think I, I wrote Zoned Out here. Yeah. All I remember was the pink step. <laughs> so she was, when she was a child, there was a pink step outside yes. her house. They took her back to her childhood house where the step was no longer In pink. Hampstead. I've never, ever walked on this step. It used to be pink, and my sister and I thought it was a magic step. Um, you had to miss it out, and then you'd have good luck. That but she still was. steps <laughs> over it, I don't know if you noticed. She did still step over it. Like, cause <laughs> she nearly she, killed herself doing it. As a child, she didn't step on the pink step. No. And, and then Matt got excited, saying, why isn't there a story about the pink step? I'll tell yeah. you why, because it's fucking dumb. Because <laughs> one, why. it would be very short, and two, you'd, well, it would be good for putting kids to sleep and nothing else. My God. And I don't know how 
think how much Axel would want to draw a step. No, because he'd make it look like a cock or a fish. Amanda Holden as well brought a bit of politics in. Yes, she did. And they moved on fast from that. Very fast. Did not even register. They had a clip. They had a clip. A still of some of the illustrations from the new book that they were plugging called the Smeds. Smeds and Smooths. It's the alien. Reds and blues. Reds and blues. Smeds and Smooths. And she said the red one. Said Amanda Holden looks like Boris Johnson. That's right. She did. Which is wrong anyway. You can hear the director going, not... oh, God, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. That, the red one does look a bit like Boris Johnson. Though. <laughs> 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 that yeah. that was not intentional. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do, do you feel under pressure, Axel? Matt moved that on. <laughs> and then we were into... Um, Oh, kelp, Attenborough. kelp forests. Yeah. Oh God. It was. This was very soothing. And so I, I just put suddenly the word that the initials IQ and an up arrow. Off our coast, there are magical underwater forests. A world of giant seaweed, known as kelp. I think David Attenborough is fucking sick of this planet now. He's I talked mean, about every fucking aspect of it. Yeah. It yeah but go, we... Then he goes back and does it again. Hence, Blue Planet Two. Oh, how can there be a blue planet too? Yeah. <laughs> there's only one planet. Unless there's another blue planet that we don't know about, but he fucking does. So has he done this specially for the one show, this film? I, 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 I couldn't work it I out. I couldn't work it out There's either. no way they have the budget to, to do an Attenborough and even to send cameras to the Sussex coast. I mean, I doubt it very much. <laughs> yeah, not just to the coast, under the coast. Yeah, and exactly. Within the kelp forest. I think it was probably like an add-on from a DVD and they probably just went, look. He started dropping in some length. urban dictionary phases, though, didn't he? Did he? He said, look at this mermaid's purse. <laughs> <laughs> this mermaid's purse has a baby cat shark growing inside. He said, <laughs> look at this squid nursery. And I'm thinking, is that bukkake? I don't know. Oh, come on. I don't know. Back to Neil Morrissey and Amanda Holden again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why? Poor Les Why? Dennis looking on from under a scuba tank. <laughs> Amanda Holden's mermaid's purse is oh. a beautiful image. Oh. And I think we can all... <laughs> Get alongside. Uh, but no, I wrote another marine film because we had an underwater. They've been doing underwater films recently. There was think, one where a crab a tried to lot. fuck a sponge. A oh, really? Weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, there was one about sharks last week, and yeah. now there's this one sharks about kelp forests. And they've got a new camera. I think they've got a new camera. That's exactly. <laughs> got a new camera that goes, got a GoPro housing. It's all they've got. They're trying it out. That must be it. No, it's cool. There was a man in they... this film called Ian Hendy, and he was a bit like Ted Moll from the day to day. Was he the, the kelp man? Very shouty. <laughs> if we all work together, we can save the planet. Ian Hendy is an expert on kelp forests. Globally, kelp forests will draw down more than 600 million tonnes of carbon. That's roughly twice the amount of carbon that the UK emits per year. He's right, though, and, you know... Frankly, shouting that is probably the right thing to do He's right now. He's not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tuesday saw uh, James Corden's friend, didn't it? As you, as you alluded to Ramesh. moments ago. Ramesh. Are they mates? Well, they're on that quiz show together. Oh, He's on, is a he on of the... Their own now. I don't but hang on. If we, is Ramesh or Corden the more ubiquitous now? I can't work out between I, the two I, of them. I was just going to say the same thing. It's a difficult they're, one to they're call. They're both very busy. It's like the ep- you know the episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns wants Bobo back? <laughs> and to get his revenge, he takes over Homer's TV. Yeah. That's Ramesh and James Corden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that, that's it. And, and here was Ramesh again um, on. I mean, I've seen him do the same interview six times this yeah. week. This I was think. the worst opening of the week, I think, by far. Yeah. God, it was awful. Wasn't yeah. It? This yeah. was the rapping. Yeah. What, yeah. Did, what did you make of his I rap? I think they decided because one of the presenters is of mixed um, racial heritage that it would somehow be 
okay if they had her shouting ridiculous things that she clearly never shouts like giving it lord <laughs> yeah. well for one night only show some respect for the man with the double r giving it large Ramesh Ranganathan it's like no you're a nice middle class television presenter this was Michelle Ackerley yeah she's northern and kind of nice yeah, she's, kind of she's pretty yeah. good actually yeah, I like I've seen her much worse much much program. worse oh, and she's been doing a, a very sort of a steady job when Matt says giving it large he's talking he's watching two horses <laughs> fuck in the field <laughs> <laughs> he Definitely is. Um, but no, yeah, there it, was, was, it was. I died inside yeah, over and yeah. over again. But then obviously he said because because Ramesh used to do rap, didn't he? I mean, he mm-hmm. was in. A, he was. The, you know, he won, I can't remember exactly, but when he, years ago, someone left a public enemy tape at his award. house, and then he really, really, really loved it from that, that moment on. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he made mixtapes. He, when he said I made mixtapes, he, mm. he was making it sound like he discovered gold. Yes. And I just yeah. thought everyone made mixtapes. That that did happen a lot. That's true. Yeah. Well, but but I got confused as to so, so they made him do some rap, and then he wet himself to get. Yeah. <laughs> on the one <watcher. laughs> imagine uh, those sofas are darker green now uh, but he did he, did, he rapped to come in but, but the, le- the mic levels were all wrong so you couldn't really hear the rap at no. all I'm Thank oh you. my goodness God, that was yeah. super and then Matt said to him well you've been you've been writing that so clearly they said to him, could you write yeah, a quick rap? Right, mm-hmm. right but then rap. Michelle said, oh, you did that off the cuff. They told us you were going to come up with something, that yes. you were writing something a bit special, and yeah. there you go. Well, yeah, I don't mess right off the cuff as well. Yeah. And I wasn't sure then whether he'd been writing it or whether it was off the cuff or what was going on. I don't know. It just, it was deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. But he then got no laughs whatsoever for the first five minutes. Oh, God, yeah, it was really it was quite really a low-energy start. Because they, they deli- he said, you know, they, they hyped up the old people who come and watch it yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah, that's right. They, they, they hyped them up. They all just glazed over, but kind of tried to do it in an excited-looking way. And he came yeah. on and did his thing. Yeah, that's entrance. just what I do. That is just well, what I do. I just spit bars, you know? All the oxygen just left yeah. the studio. But he did. He, but the thing is, he's done this... The, the jokes he was telling yeah. at the top of this interview, or the not jokes, but, you know, the, the light-hearted stuff he was doing about his mum or whatever, would ordinarily yeah, yeah, get yeah. a laugh. And I've seen him do the same material on other chat shows mm. it got nothing in the room and he looked visibly yeah. oh god this is going to be a long half an hour it yeah. was very very was. odd and they featured him book, heavily he? yeah 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 and obviously yeah. then his mum's on later as well it's like, just really just fucking strange. comedians and mums and dads think and fuck off can't it really well, well yeah oh, yes this is exactly yeah. what I want to bring up so yeah. Matt made it sound like Ramesh had invented this genre yeah. so he said but he's, I mean you've started something because now you look at so many other comedians that are kind of getting their mums or other family yeah. members yeah. involved yeah. as well so you bad dad yeah. Bad Dad Bad was like Dad. 20 years ago, yeah. wasn't it? Or 15? Yeah. Exactly. And even oh, Jack right. Whitehorse was like 2009 or yeah, something. Yeah, no, no. Bad it? Dad is the original and the best. To be fair, yeah. Jack Whitehorse once stayed ages ago because his dad's an agent, isn't he? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Fair point. enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, this is, this is an old thing. Nerd, a new thing. And then Ramesh tried the, the shtick he has with his mum. Yeah. He tried to do that with his mum, who they brought on, uh, yeah. but it wasn't working either. And, no. it, and, it, and the interview was sort of talk, chatting to his mum, but he tried to do the, oh, mum, shut up, you're embarrassing, stuff that he, yeah. you know, they do as an act. Yeah. But she, but Matt and Michelle weren't joining in the act. Not at all. But he, so he, he then gave up. I think he just gave up. Oh, God, he it called was her so a milestone. Flat. The one throwaway punchline, and he just cocked it up. Yeah, it was yeah, awful. Yeah. Now, I really like him. I've never seen him fall this flat before. No, no, I really like him too. It's just yeah. the ubiquity of it is quite yeah. annoying. But also, Matt couldn't resist because he said to Ramesh's mum, 
when he wanted to leave teaching, uh, what was the conversation like? Actually, <laughs> at, at that time, though, when he was going to leave teaching, what was, what was the conversation like? <laughs> well, I want to leave teaching. Oh, do you? I'm worried about you earning money. Really boring, Matt. It was really dull. But the best bit was that she didn't understand the question and started talking about something else. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did. Oh, She's true. saying something about his personality and what he's yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. we did learn here, though, and mm. this was a learning part of the week for me, because they, they were talking... Well, we'll talk about a film in a moment, which was uh. about food, about a couple that lost weight. And then Matt t- said to, uh, in a way, to, you know, said you've involved the guests in the film subject. Uh, Ramesh, you're talking food, you're a vegan now, aren't you? Mm. And then they talked about how Ramesh can't lose weight. They talked about Ramesh being a bit fat. And then they said... <laughs> Well, he is a bit. And then he said, and then he said, because it's, it's the gig mentality. I, I can't eat before I go on stage because it makes me feel all stodgy. And so he eats late so I eat late at night. Yeah. And, and I find it difficult to shift the weight. And Matt said, I don't, doing, doing the one show like this, I've got to have a soup at six o'clock. How does what? your brain work? I can't, like doing a one show like this, yeah. I've got to have a soup at you six o'clock. <laughs> and I thought, if, if Matt Baker was any more beige, he would be used to decorate the walls of a hospice. John, John, sometimes he Christ. has, sometimes, uh, Michelle said he has chicken. <laughs> So oh, I think one of his own chickens from his farm. Eat your words <laughs> in a bowl of mat. Unless soup's some sort of euphemism that's too horrible to think about. <laughs> Everything is to you. It's not a euphemism. He's boring. He has soup. The drip tray from a spunk dungeon. Boring. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? The, it was John, John, bored. Britain's deepest hole. Britain's deepest oh, hole. Can Britain's we talk about... Hole? Can we Amanda talk about... Holden was on Monday. <laughs> oh. Can we talk about the link that got us into Britain's deepest hole? Oh, please do. <laughs> Uh, t- um, sorry, Matt said to uh, Ramesh, well, yeah. here's even a hole that you can't get out of. First, though, we're <laughs> digging deep, 1.5 kilometres to be precise. Yeah. And this is a hole that even you, Ramesh, couldn't dig yourself out of. What does that mean? I, I mean, that was like a handbrake turn. Oh, have you got a jingle? It. Handbrake turn of the week. We have now. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, no, Britain's was, deepest that. hole. It was a story about Britain's deepest hole. And this is a hole that even you, Ramesh, couldn't dig yourself out of. And before we had a chance to reflect on that that meant nothing, yeah. there we were, somewhere in North Yorkshire. Yeah, and we didn't really yeah. see a lot, but there was like a mine. It was round. It was a hole, but like not a very deep hole, maybe about like 80 feet deep. Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to make it a, a kilometre and a half deep, so we just had to sort of see it in our mind's eye. Yeah. So we didn't actually get to go into or see or in any way experience Britain's deepest hole. No. Graham, where are we now? Just behind us here is the start of the main shaft. <laughs> It's only 76 metres. We've got another 1.45 kilometres to go. We just got to hear about the potential of it happening sometime soon. It, well, you say soon. I mean, it, it moves at the rate, as I think we all learned, mm. of six inches a minute. Yeah. Does the does the boring... I know, it was literally a boring, boring thing. It was boring. boring yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Six inches a minute. But then Matt, off the back of the film, got confused about time scales and inches. Yeah. And then he sort of saw his brain working out loud on air. Yes, it was him. remarkable. I know. Well, they are going to keep digging. Uh, since that film was made, uh, the main mine shaft is now 120 metres deep and the tunnel is one mile long. Long mm-hmm. way to go. Indies. Six inches a minute. That's good maths, Matt. No, an hour. Mm. Maybe good maths. Right, look who's here. It's <laughs> Ramesh's mum, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite... I mean, the, 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 they tried their hardest 
to bring the environment argument in with a sort of couple, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. They didn't give them a lot of screen time, though, compared to the story about the whole... That they was... were the age gap couple. I'm sorry, I, I, I imposed that upon them. I don't know if they were. Yeah. We campaigned against the planning permission for this mine because we were very concerned about the damage it would do to the North York Moors. It is of national importance and, of course, it's a beautiful area of landscape that shouldn't be spoiled by industrial development on this scale. But he was quite old and, and sort of austere and she looked like a bit of a... Bit of a one, and she was a lot younger than him. Oh, I didn't know his father I, and daughter, but it's interesting how I your wrote mind a whole works. backstory for them. That I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm doing, I'm fan fictioning them. Yeah, like he's called the Boring Machine. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Six inches a minute. All right, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> While she's protesting against it. No, that's not good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Please remove that from the recording. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, I will. <laughs> and you can trust John. <laughs> I know, I really can. He's got an honest face, right? <laughs> but. They, <laughs> but the, the 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 confusion of Matt, and then he really got bogged down in it about whether this machine was six inches an hour mm. or six inches a minute, and then he just sort of moved on because he realised he couldn't yeah, figure it that, out. Not now, all. Matt. Not now. Like his little internal yeah. policeman was going, "Shut this down! Shut this down!" Oh. And then there was a there was a strange flashback then to Julia Donaldson and actual Sheffer, as if we hadn't had enough of them. Oh yeah, the day oh. before. Looking tense. Um, where, but I wasn't really sure. Well, I, well, first of all, the flashback was in the form of some stills, I think, of of them sitting on the sofa the night before, but in vignette form. You know, the sort yeah. of, on Instagram filter where you get that vignette where it darkens yeah, the corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen the one show use this <laughs> technique before. And, and <laughs> this, was this sort for? of just to, just to say, they were on yesterday and they, they signed a book for That's a very right. special little girl. For the girl. next VT, yeah. the subject of the next VT, yeah. Well, it was, it, was in the, it was in the studio. This was a little girl called Boo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I wasn't sure. While it was very moving. It was. So, it was so nice. Boo had a, a, a problem with her eye, and her mum took her to, as they were keen to say, a supermarket optician. Yeah. And he thought, there's a problem here. Yeah. Referred her to a specialist, and they, they caught a non-malignant tumour on her yeah. brainstem. Had it been left, it would have, it would have killed her. Yeah. Uh, so it was a very heartwarming story, because she's there now, and she's fine now. And they gave her a present of the signed Gruffalo book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't sure why all this was happening because mm. th- it, where did they come from? Did the researcher just find, just wander into a hospital and go, "Oh, there's a cute child." <laughs> I don't Bring, know. Is, is that child going to live? Yeah, I, get her on the one show. I think, like a lot of these, there's a film later on in the week where that couple get married, and you wonder what's the if you if you start drilling down into what's the order of things like the, a couple decided to get married, so they got in touch with the one show, or they somehow the one show sense that they were going to get married like how does it it's just it's too upsetting to try and work out how the one show yeah, finds its victims right. I mean <laughs> people it must be like local newspaper scouring perhaps you're right. yeah. I think you're right I, I used to do that I used to work true. in TV and I used to just go into a newspaper library and scour the newspapers for stories that might fit into our shitty ITV documentary about con men well I think that so then this is exactly how that. they do it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but there was a very nice I mean I say it was, it was moving and I, I you know I was the child was very cute indeed and being yeah. very cute on television didn't and, stop talking no, Matt, Matt and Michelle were very good with the child, I thought. Yeah. They'd yeah. moved to their special sensitive area as well. Not That's on the green right. sofas yeah. over there. They'd moved <coughs> more to intimate. A, a more intimate, yeah. enclosed part well, of the Matt studio. had a lot no of empathy table. for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has a lot <laughs> of empathy. Him not being able to stop talking <laughs> <Yeah>. or <laughs> have problems with uh, his... Uh... But it really threw me because just before they cut to her, yeah. they just literally shoved on Romish's mum and said, Romish's mum's is here, and then just... just ushered her away again. So yeah. we'll just leave it till later, maybe. Yeah. Are you like teasing as like a, do, you don't want to go anywhere because uh, his mum's here. I what? wonder if that's because Matt panicked about his six inches slash six miles maybe. an hour thing. Maybe then and Romish, like... saw Romish's mum out the corner of his eye <laughs> and thought, ah, ah, I don't know what I'm talking about, quickly. And then the director's <laughs> going, no, you're supposed to be in the sensitive area with the little child called Boo. Very possibly. Um, and, yeah, yeah. And, and all I could think though was, because they said, you know, what was... 
Uh, well, a bit, it was a bit what's it like, but it was a fair question at this point from Matt. What's he, it like having a brain tumour? <laughs> he said, what did they find? What did they find? And the mum went, well, we found a, I think a, a, it was a, a cranial fengioma. Yeah. And she, but then she said, they found a cranial fengioma, didn't they, Bert? <laughs> what did they find, then? They found a cranial pharyngioma. Didn't they, Boo? At which point the kid turns around and goes, yes, mother, but it wasn't malignant. <laughs> but she, she was great. I, I thought that was, it yeah, was it a was nice delightful. bit. Sometimes the one show does that, pulls something out of the bag and yeah. you go, yeah, cute child, tick the box. She survived. Thank well goodness. done, the optician, who was also there, by the way, the yeah. optician who spotted They were this, bigging uh, him up. That was nice. So that was all very good. Um, Heart warmed tick. And then we're on to the fat couple who aren't fat anymore. <laughs> and right here is where we'll call a halt to the proceedings of part one of this week's The The One Show show. Uh, last week, now look at this, we actually made it all the way to number 66 in the podcast chart. Fuck a duck. Com- comedy, not overall. So come on, help us move up to that elusive 65 by telling your friends and recommending this podcast on your social media and slipping us a quick review. No strings, we won't call you. On iTunes. We'll be back tomorrow for that sweet, sweet smell of part two. All of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Backpuss. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. The boys mustn't hesitate bashing their head like this. You can't tell me what to do, you ain't my mother! I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box. Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Great big owl. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.